Welcome in, guys, as I have a mini, like, scare panic attack, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me get this out of me before the show starts, because that, like, literally, if you got, you guys aren't, like, you're here, but, which I'm I'm grateful that you're here. Welcome. Um, if you're new here, hit hit follow on Spotify and um, and like everything you see on online on the uh, content-related uh, clips whatever um yo i uh like my heart is still pounding so hard um so like i you know a few like a few months ago a few episodes ago um i got a new monitor that you guys can't see it's off screen but i got tired of like looking down and staring at my computer screen so i figured i'd bring my eye level up a little bit and get like a bigger screen so i have this monitor right that's you know monitoring the show and i forgot that you know it's not like not like i do this every week it's not like i'm here all the time but i literally forgot the sound now goes through the monitor and the monitor's cranked to 100 <laughs> so if you play back the very first like two seconds, mil- two milliseconds of this show, um, it starts with the dial turning stations, like the old school, you know, because I've always loved that sound for some reason. There's something wrong with my brain where I like weird, annoying, obnoxious things. And it like, it feeds me like dopamine. I don't know what it is, but it like gets me off. But uh, so it goes, and then it, like there's, you know, two different sounds happening one is the homie gabe announcing me on stage at some show that we did i just thought that sound bit that i got from my clip would be like awesome and then uh there's someone else that um completely forgot who it is but there's like two or three people that introduced me on stage that you can hear in the background but then you hear dial noises and then music kicks and there's a lot of noise happening (laughs) within the first like two seconds of this show um and uh it scared the daylights out of me just now. <laughs> like I hit record and then the sound plays so I can be on time and like in real time instead of just hit record. And then when I sit here and go, <clears throat> okay guys, like when the show music starts, that tells me it's time to go. So it plays every time for me, just like you guys hear it. Like everything you guys see in here, I am in real time during the recording live. So like there's nothing that's happening on your guys' end that I'm not hearing or happening on my end that you guys aren't hearing. Like we're all in this together. And when the first couple seconds of this show started just now, it, and, and it's in my ears too. Like I have in-ear monitors on. So like it's going through everything so I can hear everything and make sure the show's still running and, and stuff like that. And I can see that it's still happening and all that. But, um, 
yeah, dude, like, happy Halloween, dude. <laughs> God damn. Whew. Anyways, how are you? That's nice. Um, welcome in, guys, as I take four minutes, five minutes to discuss how, like, scared I am, dude. Oh, man. Honestly, I can't wait for Halloween because I love the jump scare stuff. I love... I mean, you're, if you know me, if you know anything about me year round, uh, I'll, I'll watch scary movies on Christmas. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't, I don't care who you are or, or like what you're doing or what you're into. You want to watch Christmas story 24 hours on that one channel that repeats it. That's not happening. I'll watch it once closer to Christmas. So I get the real vibe of Christmas. But leading up, I'm like watching Scream, Halloween, Evil Dead, Jeepers Creepers. Like I'm watching Shark Week because sharks scare the shit out of me. Um, I'm not watching like Elf and A Christmas Story and Santa Claus. I'm not watching those until like maybe like the day before Christmas Eve or maybe like the week of You know what? If I'm with the girl, like two weeks before Christmas, I'll be, I'll, I'll dive in. I'll, I'll indulge. Is what I was trying to say. I'll indulge. Indulge is a stupid word. We should get rid of it. Oh, do you want to indulge? No, dude. I want to partake because partake sounds a lot more fun than indulge. Run those two words side by side. Indulge and partake. I don't even know if those really mean the same thing, but um, I feel like they do. So that's how I use them. Sometimes I'd be using words in sentences that don't go in sentences and people look at me like, this guy? Really, this guy right now? Is he just throwing words that he heard on on his phone, like just out into the into the ether, hoping it works? Yes, yes, that's absolutely me. Um, it took me for it took me forever to figure out what certain words actually meant, and I was using them for all of my life. <laughs> but um, I mean, scary movies during Christmas, like marry me if you're into that. You know, like if you're like, if that turn, if that makes the juices flow, if watching scary movies during Christmas makes, makes your juices flow, I was going to say something completely disgusting, but this is a family show, I think. So I'm just not going to say that. Um, but I was going to say, if it makes your pussy pucker is what I was really going to say, kids, earmuffs. But, um, that's true though. Like if it, if it makes your pussy pucker. Watching scary movies during Christmas, marry me, because that's what I'll be doing. I'll be, I mean, regardless, I watch Scream, like the first Scream, the original Scream. I watch that, that movie gets played on my TV at least like five times a year. Yep. I love that movie. There's nothing better than watching a hot chick get gutted. <laughs> now, now with that out in the f world and on the internet, dang it, I cussed again. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to really tighten that up because my mouth has been loose. I mean, I already did it. F it. I'll run in another. I'll run in. A f it. I'll run in another one, dude. Um, they all get bleeped. So as long as you bleep them, um you know, YouTube will take them. So especially if it's like in a short form clip, if you just bleep them, like if you're, if, if you got 30 seconds and you only got one, I think you're good. 
I think if that happens just once in 30 seconds, I think it's okay. But you have to bleep it. You have to. That's just a producer pro tip for you. If you don't, if you're not bleeping it, you're not getting viewed. Um, and if you don't add captions, you're not getting viewed. Which I've said that before. It's so weird how we fell into this mode where we have to put subtitles on our videos to get views. Just turn your phone volume up. And then I did more research on it, and it turns out like the majority, I don't know what the percentage number is, but like the majority of everyone that owns a phone typically is on their phone where they're not supposed to be on their phone. So you have the volume down or off. So like if you're in that situation, like at work or, um, you know, on a plane or, you know, in close corners where you're trying to be on your phone and, and like kill time, but you also don't want to be a nuisance to the people around you. Um, subtitles work for you because you can just read the video and that alone is just so weird. You would much rather read a video than watch a video and listen to it. But I mean, Hey, that's, that's the game I'm playing. I'm playing and I did play and I played so hard that my last comedy clip that I posted, uh, last one, two before, hold on, where am I? Two before, three before. Anyways, I'm going to look it up right now because I don't really remember. Um, God damn, I can't wait for this guy to die. I can't even Google myself. Um, what do I even, like, how do you guys find me online? Is that what I'm supposed to do? No. Okay, <laughs> literally what I just did was I typed in Lewis C. Obviously, I don't know how to Google myself. I should know better than that for the last six years that I've been trying to do this. Obviously, the other guy pops up. And then I was like, oh, how do I fix this? I typed in the city that I live in and then videos of him performing in the city that I live in popped up. I can't find myself. <laughs> my life my life my life sucks i don't i mean this is gonna change though because uh oh there i am okay that's the video too good 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 right sitting right next to his 2.1 million views there's mine but then but then oh do i have more views than one of his clips that would be awesome I mean, it's expected, though, because not everything this guy does is a hit. It, it, it tends to flop. But um, besides his TV show, that, that was a pretty good show. It's pretty funny. But what I was going to say was I got the most views on a short I have ever gotten in my entire comedy career. And it came from a bald joke. Go figure that that is what the internet wants to pick up on that's enough that is what the pot that the that the world wants to pick up on like come on guys i got so many other jokes and i get over eleven thousand views in 24 hours um because i well recording this now you guys are gonna look back and be like this was days ago well yeah because I recorded this and then I had to edit this and then I had to upload this. So, um, it's not live. Hello. Hey, if you think you're watching a live show right now, Hey, hello. 
Hi. You're not. This is not live. I mean, it's live. Well, now this is weird. Let me think about this. I am live right now. But by the time you guys are listening and watching, I'm probably like on my couch or in bed or something. Or I'm, you know, doing something. But right now I'm live. Which is a weird, which, you know, that's kind of a, hmm, broken matrix situation there. But anyways, I got over 11,000 views in 24 hours on a bald joke. I'll just play it for you guys. I realized that I do get triggered really easy because I woke up this morning to an Instagram direct message from a barber shop asking to collaborate with me. You guys know what a fucking barber shop is? That's what got over 11,000 views. Take notes, guys. It's me telling a joke that usually hit, and then I get in front of a crowd, and we've talked about this before, how you have to accept this, that unless the whole world is on board, and it's not like, oh, some people like this joke, some people don't like this joke, some people don't get this joke, some people have never heard this joke, some people, some people are like, unless the whole world is on board, you're going to get in front of a crowd sometimes, especially in my situation where I'm like traveling and doing different cities like monthly. Um, we're going to change that to weekly and then we're going to change it to daily. Hmm? But uh, it, it's going to happen. You're going to get in front of a crowd that's not going to understand. They're not going to be quick enough. They're not going to be on that level because, I mean, for one, this is a self-deprecating, in a sense, self-deprecating joke. And it has to do with just me. So off the bat, you're not going to relate if you're, if you got hair for one, if you have any type of follicles come out the top of your skull, you're not going to get this. You're going to be like, yeah, <laughs> we know what a barbershop is. They trim beards and cut hair. Yeah. Like what's your point? The point is I don't have any goddamn hair and, uh, some random company on Instagram sent me a direct message saying, yo, we like your shit. Um, you should collab with us and we'll, we'll get you more views. And we think that, you know, your audience would fit ours. And I left him on red because what am I going to do for a barber shop? They're SOL. If I decide to shave, I got court tomorrow. You're SOL on this whole brand marketing thing idea that you had with me to be a part of you. Like you're SOL, bro. I got a funeral. This weekend, you, there goes the branding. There goes the barbershop and bald guy branding. There goes that collab. I don't know what to tell you. So I didn't tell you anything. And if you're watching this, I'm kind of not sorry. Because you should have, re you, you know, I should give you the benefit of the doubt. Because you're probably not comedians. But also, read a room. Would I, like, say if I owned, let me think for a second. Let me get this funny brain rolling real quick. For instance, say if I owned a barbershop, you think I would go to a bald guy and ask him to come be a part of my situation that I got going on? No. I would go to someone with a full, luscious head of beautiful hair that they would let me touch and take pictures of and videos and post Facebook reels, like whatever, whatever, and then pay them. Like that's what I would do. I wouldn't find a bald guy. That looks like Mr. Potato Head telling dick jokes for a living. Like, don't go, like, do, go wherever you want. It's your business. You fuck it up if you want. But just learn how to read a room, maybe. You know? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go do 
um, I'm not going to go do an hour in Elko, Nevada and just run in nothing but black jokes or Mexican jokes, even though they would probably laugh their ass off. And I know because I have, and they did because they're a little racist, but that's neither here nor there. We love Elko. Um, but that would be the same idea is if I got in front of an all white crowd anywhere, Utah, anywhere, and, and just started running in. Yeah, that would, okay, even better, I just thought of it. It would be like me getting in front of an all-white crowd that doesn't speak Spanish and running in my hour in Espanol. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense to do. So why, as a barbershop, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, why would you come to me? I mean, you probably saw numbers, and you're like, oh, like, he's collecting. We want a piece of that coin. If that's the, if that's the case, I'm glad I left you on red. Because, No. <laughs> Jesus. I have so much energy because I had one of the best burritos I've ever had in my entire life. I'm not saying it came from the best the best place to get a burrito. I got it. I'm just gonna shout them out. I'm local. I got it from I got a California burrito in Nevada from Roberto's, okay? <laughs> that is how Mexican I am. If you've ever wondered, like I wonder how Hispanic this dude is. I just told you. Mm. I love it when I can chew my water. Um, what's that even mean? I freeze my water. Like, I'll buy a case of water, which I know is bad. But then I heard, like, if you have Brita's, it actually adds fluoride. Like, it enhances the fluoride that's supposed that you're supposed to be taking out of your water. It enhances it. So I don't have a Brita. I just buy bottled water. Do I know where the water's coming from? No. It could be bottled in Detroit. It, this water could have came from Flint, and they could have just like put an Aquafina label on it and was like, it comes from the beautiful mountains of uh, the Spring Creeks of, um, of uh, where the fuck does this say it? Where do, they don't tell you where it's actually bottled. That's weird. From, uh, I'm going to say New York. I'm going to say New York's got the bottle game on lock. The bottled water game on lock. I'm going to say New York. And, like, I, what I do, I, like, I, I'm really, I'm really weird. And I'm really weird right now, I know. I can't spit out words. But I either like my water warm, or not warm, but, like, room temperature. Like, just not in the fridge. If, it, if you get a case of water, you bring it in your house, and you set it next to your fridge, and you let it sit there all day, I'm, I'm going to be more inclined to grab one out of that case than one out of your fridge just that's just how i roll the opposite side of my spectrum is i will empty that case of water into the freezer and consciously with like subconsciously whatever it is always remember to take them out before they like freeze freeze and sometimes they do freeze because the ones in the back get colder but um it just means it just i put them in the fridge for an extra day but I like them to have the little chunks in them. I like that. I like that. I'm going to have to remember that for my writer when I get super famous and you guys get left behind. I'm going to have to remember to put in my writer, you have to have a mini fridge stocked with like nothing less than a case of water, but in the freezer. Also, someone needs to remember to take them out before I get to the green room because I'm not trying to have frozen water. 
So I would say when you know I'm going to arrive, if you, when you get that time, that ETA, as they call it in showbiz, when you get that ETA, remember to put the water in like an hour before that ETA. That way when I get there and I open the mini fridge, it's got the little chunkies in them. And I just, I, I'll, I'll just chew my water. I like to chew my water. I don't eat ice though, which is weird, huh? That's a weird one, huh? But anyways, I got a California burrito from um, Roberto's and my goodness, I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys. I had two in two days and they're pretty big and uh, I'm still eating other food. Your boy's just getting fat over here. Uh, basically, it's what's happening. Um, but the, the California burrito from Roberto's was just <clears throat> it's that it's just that it's so good. So now I'm like, I got so much energy. I'm, I'm like reeling. Like I just took an Adderall or something. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Cause I shoved down that burrito. Everything was on. I turned the whole, the whole studio cameras, everything was on. And, um, I'm just like, now I'm hungry. And I, I, <laughs> I pulled out the burrito that I ordered and I, I just like, just all the way in all of it just went down my throat and I feel it. It's, it's basically lodged in, in my, in my chest cavity right here. I can feel the whole burrito. Isn't that weird how we can just shove our face and just keep shoving it and shoving it and be gluttonous and obese and just, and, and just selfish with our food. We can just do that. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy how we can just do that? in this country that we live in because we're so free. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying that's the best burrito ever. I'm not saying that's the best burrito in town. I'm just saying that burrito particularly is really good. I wonder who has the best burrito. Who's got the best burrito? Best burrito in, in near me? What? Google, fix that. Best burrito in near me? Come on. No wonder the kids these days are stupid. Best burrito. Oh, best burrito in the world. Best burrito. World's best burrito recipe. Let's look at the best burrito in the world. Who's got best burrito in the world? We're talking world here, guys. In the entire world. You know how big that is? I mean, our country alone has got like, what, 7 billion people or something? Like, or is that the whole world? Well, now we need to figure out how many people are in the world. Um, how many people? <laughs> this is an educational podcast there's 7.888 billion as of 2021 uh, why wouldn't you update this every year there's a 0.9 percent annual change down down there's a negative 0.9 percent annual change so there's 7.8887 seven, let's just say eight why wouldn't they just round that bitch up because you know there's illegals and shit um okay so out of 8 billion people this is this is you know according to food experts some of the best burritos in the world first off what makes you a food expert i've never understood that like the wine experts i've never understood that when you go wine tasting and they're like swishing it and they're like look at the lines it tells you the year it was fucking squished into a barrel like look at the lines and then they they go and then they spit it out and they go 
that's a that's an eight out of ten. It's like, what the hell are you talking about, you alcoholic? What what makes you like an expert? I mean, I guess you got to have like credentials. Like, if there's a, any, this better be from Gordon Ramsay. You know what I mean? Because that's really the only food expert that comes to mind when I think expert in food. Or Gabriel Iglesias, because he is bad as fuck. And um, I trust fat people when they talk about food. I I used to have, okay, I'll tell you this real quick story before we get into who we think is the best. Um, and this list, it looks ridiculous. But I had this friend, Big B. He was my security. And we used to go over to his house and when I say we, it was the band that I was managing at the time. We used to go over to his house, and the band used to use his, like, sunroom slash garage slash storage room that was connected to the living room by a wall and a window. And literally, you you come in the front door, you turn a little bit to the right, you're in the living room, you go straight across the living room, there's a sliding glass door. I'm not sure if it was ever soundproofed. I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure those were single pane windows and one was broken. But if you go across the living room and you go in, like they, the band had a little space in our security's house. Okay. So I remember I, I always like anytime we were out in public, I didn't give a shit what the band thought. I always asked him about food. Like, what do you know? Where should we go? What do you think? And if it was a, like a hesitant reaction, I would bring something else up and see if that got a better reaction or like I try to get the best advice for food out of this fat guy because I, I trusted him. I trusted him. How do you not trust a fat guy with food suggestions? How you don't? How you don't do that? I'm not trying to be, you know, discriminative towards fat people. I'm just saying you're that way because you eat food. And a lot more than me. And I'm assuming you just know the better foods because you eat so much of it. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying I that's what my brain does. It goes, oh, fat person, I bet he knows where there's fucking good burritos. And then you ask them and they go, hell yeah, I know where a good burrito is and go over there. And you go over there and you're like, let me get one of these burritos. My fat friend suggested it. And then you get that burrito and you eat it and you're like, dude, what the fuck, man? This is delicious. So I, I think that might've happened to me a couple of times. And then ever since for the rest of my life, I only take food suggestions from overweight people because I feel like they got that shit on lock. You know what I mean? So we go over to Big B's house. And the band's practicing. We're all hanging out. We're doing our thing. Da -da -da -da. A couple hours go by. Da -da -da. Big B's wife makes dinner. Um, I think there was enough for us, but I'm pretty sure most of the band opted out because we either just ate or were about to go eat or none of us were hungry because we were all doing a lot of drugs. And when you do a lot of drugs, you don't get hungry. That's why drug addicts are really skinny. Hot take for you. Um, so... I remember like sitting, I'm pretty sure this is kind of like a hazy, vaguey mix of a memory. I think I was already in the living room and this motherfucker, like we, so his wife makes dinner, the, uh, some of the band eats, he eats, she eats, the kids eat. And, um, 
he like he's in his lazy boy in front of the TV. And I don't remember where everyone was, but he's in his lazy boy in front of the TV and just passes out. And he starts snoring. And then the snoring goes away, but he stays asleep. You know, I think fat people have like sleep apnea, whether they do or don't, you know, like whether they have the machine or they're diagnosed with it through a doctor. I'm pretty sure fat people just like have sleep apnea. But um, it's just another thing. It's just another thought. It's just, these are just thoughts today, guys. Um, he falls asleep in the Lazy Boy. And I think I was already in the living room. And then the band slowly files in. Well, this dude, Big B, the security, had um, a big tub of cheesy poofs. And I mean, if you're watching the video, you see how my arms are out? Like I'm hugging a person. Like if there was an invisible person in front of me, that's how big the tub was that he would go through in like days. He would just sit there and cheesy poof the shit out of his throat. Uh, the wife like takes off to the back of the house with the kids because when the band's there, it's probably a good idea. The kids aren't. And then someone's got to watch the kids. So the wife just goes to the back of the house while, you know, Big B is sleeping in the lazy boy with a band just rummaging around him. And uh, someone in the band grabbed the jug of cheesy poofs and was sharing it because like at the time we were all like yo that jug of cheesy poofs is insanely big and it just like spiked our interest to like have a couple like these must be the best cheesy poofs in the world you know like why is it for one they're in a fat guy's house so you know they're going to be good two it's a barrel of cheesy poofs like these must be good if someone's putting this many in this size of a container right that's again drug addict brain that's what we're thinking and um I remember we all like kind of dipped into the cheesy poofs and somehow migrated through the kitchen towards the front door. And you can see the living room from the front door. It's a good 15 feet, like 15 good steps until you're like inside the living room or at least into the lazy boy to like the beginning of the living room where you had the chair. And, um, I just remember I, I had this idea I saw Big B sleeping and his head was back in the lazy boy and his mouth was open and he was breathing heavy. I just had this idea to try and and three point shot one into his mouth while he's sleeping in hopes it wakes him up because we kind of wanted him to get up anyways because we were all just trying to hang out and he was sleeping because he he ate and went into a food coma and passed out like a goddamn polar bear. So I take one out of the barrel and like the whole, keep in mind the band is like hush. Like, it's probably the quietest it's been all night at this point. And I grab a cheesy poof, and it's about the size of a ping pong ball. <laughs> and I grab this ping pong ball cheesy poof. And I, I don't know why I'm so good at things. But I lobbed it, and as soon as it left my hand, I knew. I knew it was a swish. And as it's in the air, everyone's like grabbing each other. We're like, oh, and we gasp and it just sinks right down his throat. It doesn't touch any teeth. It doesn't touch his tongue. It is literally out of my fingertips into his stomach. And this motherfucker doesn't budge. He doesn't move at all. And the band just starts. But the front door opens and the band files out onto the grass, onto their face, rolling around like they're being attacked by bees, holding their guts like they're being stabbed to death, just dying of laughter. And I have this whiskey-sized barrel of cheesy poo still in my hand. And I was freaked out because this dude is like 450 pounds. If he wakes up and he's pissed, I'm done. 
I'm done. Because he's only going to see me standing there with the barrel in my arms with a shocked look on my face like, oh, no. Like, this is how I die. Please don't put this on my tombstone. Like, died from cheesy poop death. Like, or Big B, you know, fucking squished. Squished him. Here lies squished Lewis. Like, (laughs) here lies squished Louis. (coughs) But he didn't budge. And I, I like, I set the barrel down because I was laughing pretty hard too. And like, I, I was like shaking the barrel and some were like falling out of the top and shit. So I set the barrel down and I picked the rest up off the ground. And the ones I picked up off the ground, I had like three or four. The band slowly files in. And the first thing that I like hear from one of them is try it again. And I already had these on the, that were on the ground. And I mean, I watched us walk this area from outside. So I'm definitely not going to put these back in the barrel. I'm not going to eat them. But Big B will. So I take them. I have them in my hand. I got like four of these ping pong balls with cheesy poofs in my hand. And uh, I grab another one. And again, I don't know why I'm so good. I did not move spots. And I just let it go again. Just whoop. I just beer ponged it right into his mouth. This time, it bounced off the insides of his cheeks. Like it went tink, 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 tink off each cheek. And this motherfucker started to chew. In his sleep, he's still sleeping. He's like, mm-hmm. and he started to moan a little bit. And and the lead singer uh, at the at the time, the lead singer was like one of my best friends. He was like, oh my god, dude, give me one. And I gave him one. And I think I gave him the Kobe powers because he he sunk it. Like there's three three point shots in a row of cheesy poofs into Big B's mouth while he's sleeping, and he shoots it. And he sunk it the way I sunk it the first time. It just went loop right into his stomach. And now at that time, I think we went too quick back to back with him because he started to like kind of move his hands around and he was like rubbing his stomach a little bit, but he's still asleep. And he's like kind of like situating in the lazy boy and he crosses his arms and he's like head to the other side now. Now the angle of his mouth is weird. So we moved to the other side of the living room and, and we finished him off. What woke him up was the next one that that the lead singer threw it bounced off his nose and uh we were being so loud so the the feeling of something touching his nose and then the noise coming into play it woke him up and when he woke up he looked down and saw a cheesy poof and we we set the barrel down and we like kind of like migrated to different areas we scattered like cockroaches when he started to open his eyes and he was like what are you guys doing and we're like, oh, we just got done practicing. So we're just like kind of hanging out, like waiting for you to get up and stuff. Like, you know, we're just, we're actually kind of getting ready to leave, honestly. And he was like, oh no, don't leave. Let's kick it. And he's like wiping his nose and he's trying to figure out which has touched his nose. And he's looking at everyone hella suspicious like, and then he looks down and sees a cheesy poof. He picks it up, eats it, looks at everyone. And we're all just like trying not to laugh in his face because we know what's been happening. I don't know if he knows what's been happening, but it was so funny to see him wake up and go, what's going on? No, no, dude, you guys hang out. I'm up. I'm up. What's this? A cheesy poof? Mm, mm, cheesy poof. (laughs) We were dying. We were dying so hard. And, uh, and, and that's a story that got told for like years straight. And then we all like dispersed and broke up with each other. And I think this might be, you know, one of the first times that it's been told again, but, uh, he never figured out. He never, he never, this, I've watched this mother, like he wasn't dumb, 
but I think he was just too big. You know, I think when you get big, your your head gets big, your brain's big, and I think like too much brain kind of makes you a little downsy. And like you don't want too big of a brain, it'll make you downsy. But it it was like fascinating to see this guy interact with food. It was fascinating to me. Everyone else found it disgusting. That's the word they would use. They would say, no, Lewis, that's disgusting. The way you were fascinated with this dude eating food. I was. This is the only motherfucker that I know that would sweat while eating ice cream. Dude. Dude, you sweat while eating ice cream? Uh Uh-oh. Diabetes. Holy shit. Say goodbye to your left foot. Or both. Or both feet. I mean, you sweat when you eat ice cream. And this dude didn't have, like, Dairy Queen cups, okay? He would have to go to the store, Costco, and get the family size tub of ice cream. You know, like, you guys remember back in the day, well, I don't know, they probably still have it. But there used to be, like, a square jug. And it was split in, like, fours, I think. And each split was like straight down the middle, you know, like they would just, like you're cutting a cake, just boom, 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 just straight, straight, straight. It was like four, I think, three or four different types of sherbet. You guys remember that? That was really like the only ice cream I would fuck with. Um, besides like drumsticks. But I can confidently say, unless I was sitting in the sun, I can confidently say that I've never dropped a bead of sweat while eating ice cream. And he would. And I would be like so fascinated. Like, wow. And he doesn't know when to stop. Like, wow. That's crazy. But back to the burritos. That was a fun story, huh? (laughs) It came out of nowhere, too. I don't know why I even brought that up. But, um, yeah, if you're not Gordon Ramsay, I'm not trusting your food critique, okay? Let me see how much time I got left. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're crunching. Um. According to food experts, some of the best burritos in the world are at, are we ready for this list? In three, two, one, La Taqueria. What? Lucha Libre Taco Shop. Taqueria's El Farolito. Tia Sofia's. El... El Matate? El Matate. I'm going to say El Matate. La Taqueria in San Francisco is a popular stop for food lovers. Their super burrito is known for its size and taste. The day, the daily meal, I guess that's like, I've heard that website before. I guess that's pretty, I mean, that's credible. The daily meal voted their carnitas burrito the best in the country. In San Francisco, when was this when was this written or when was this taken? Because San Francisco has turned into a complete shit show and I'm pretty sure their food followed. Other places that are recommended for their burritos include El Castellito. Did I say that right? Cast Castellito. Yep. El Castel El El Cast. Damn, they're getting a hard plug right now. El Castel... El... God, dude. How much wider can I get? El Castellito. Followed by Chipotle. Taco Bell made the list, everybody. 
other places that are recommended for their burritos. According to food experts, some of the best burritos in the world are at Chipotle and Taco Bell. A white person made this list. A white female made this list, okay? No, but for real, where is the best burrito in the world, man? I guess that's it. Uh, That is the list, huh? I mean, we can go America. Best burritos in America, since we're American. The Carnitas Burrito at La Taqueria. La Taqueria was voted the best burrito in the country, according to the Daily Meal. So it's La Taqueria. And they're number one on the list. The Taqueria in San Francisco has the best burrito of all places, has the best Mexican food. You know, I found out the other day, Mexico don't even fuck with burritos. Where did burritos come from? Mexico doesn't really fuck with burritos. They don't. They don't really like cater to the burrito side of their dish menu. It's like tacos and chalupas and uh, what's that other one? Quesadillas. And uh, what's that other one? It's like a quesadilla, but it's thicker. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. What does matter is that San Francisco apparently has the best burrito in the country, which I call bullshit. I call bullshit. This was a white San Francisco chick that made this list, and she's like, you know what? San Francisco is getting a really bad rap lately. Let me get on Google and make this list really popular so when someone Googles best burrito in the world, it says La Taqueria in San Francisco. And that's what she did. I don't believe this shit at all. This is bullshit. I don't even know why this is on my phone. On my phone. On my show. <laughs> it will be on my phone later. Because I'll, I'll have to like clip some stuff out. So yeah, I don't even know why this is on my phone right now as I'm clipping this out. <laughs> and Taco Bell. So come on. What are we doing here, guys? I'm getting heated over the dumbest shit, dude. I don't know why. I, can't con- I don't know why I can't control myself. Um, when it, when it comes to like, (laughs) my biggest problem is I get upset over shit. I can't control and I can't control this list. So I'm heated. I'm heated over this list right now. Um, uh, I just want to look up. I just want to look up and see. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, we've already gone down such a rabbit hole with, with food. Um, what else is going on in the world, guys? Let's see. Let's check. Let's get some reactions going. Um, let's check. Uh, let's go to Instagram today. Let's see what's up with Instagram. Let's see what the first thing that pops up is going to be. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so glad I'm logged into everything. Could you imagine if I had to type, remember passwords and type them in with you? That would be awful. Um, 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 we're looking at, okay. First thing that pops up is KFC Barstool. I mean, Barstool Sports has like some funny stuff. Um, Kevin Clancy on Instagram. Some of the key stories, Hassan Minaj, no relation to Nicki Minaj, told in his last two Netflix specials did not really happen the way he told them, including the story about his baby getting exposed to anthrax and going to the hospital. Hassan Minaj. Stand-up comedian Hassan Minaj. Let's watch this. Ow. 
Let's watch this together. Comedian Hassan Minaj admits to embellishing stories in both of his recent Netflix stand-up specials. In his 2017 special Homecoming King, he told a story about showing up to his prom date's house to only have her put a corsage on another boy because her parents didn't want her going to prom with, quote, a brown boy. The girl involved in that story not only disputes the That's facts, saying up. that she had turned him down for prom several days earlier, but she says he also made no effort to hide her identity, which led to her being doxxed and getting death threats for being racist. Oh, shit. In 2022, he made up a story about a man named Brother Eric from his mosque who he said was an fbi informant who called the police on him not only was that not true he was in jail at the time hustin said it happened and finally he had a story about his baby getting anthrax and going to the hospital turns out that he did get a letter of anthrax mailed to him but he never opened it up on the baby and they never went to the hospital right. now i think everybody would agree that they know comedians embellish or make up stories but that's when they're trying to make you laugh the difference with hustin is a lot of times he's trying to make you think or feel something about social topics or political issues racism how the government oh, he operates. doesn't like and this comic start to feel manipulated those issues do exist and you Oh, I can tell he them. doesn't like his comedy. That's why he that's why he did this hot take. Way, that's when you're going to get into trouble. Also, unnecessarily lying about your baby getting anthrax is some sociopathic. You did not need to include that. Or, I mean, you could just fucking keep scrolling, bro. <laughs> First day on the internet? What the hell? Slow day in sports bar stool? Attacking comedians now? So basically, this this comedian, um, Hassan Minaj, no relation to Nicki Minaj, has specials out that in each of these specials, as the year went by, he is getting flack for these stories. Why are we, since when is comedy supposed to be all facts? Since when? 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 Because every comedian I I grew up with, every comedian that I see in live, every like actual comedian that I know in real life, they make some shit up to get the funny. And I know he said like, well, the difference between that is that this guy tries to make you feel a certain way. And if you're making me feel a certain way, it should be truth, not lie. Um, how about just get out of your feelings? You're watching a comedy special. You're at a comedy show. Why do we have to like, oh my God. Is this how fat people feel when people talk about them on podcasts? <laughs> I feel gross for like, I feel gross for Hassan because this isn't anything that should be brought up at all. No, duh, that his stories are, are a facade, like no, duh. Do you think Burt Kreischer's machine story I mean, you guys probably don't. You're going to have to Google it if you don't know it. But it, do you think his machine story is 100% true? Come on. What are we doing here? It's definitely a slow day in sports for them. I'm going to give him that. But honestly, if you're going to a comedy club or you're going out of your way to watch comedy, I'm just going to let you know after the six years that I've been doing this, I'm just going to let you know right now. If you go in with the thought process of everything this dude or chick is saying that, that they're saying is real, you have a lot of self-evaluation to do and you should do it through a therapist, okay? Don't do this on your own. If you think what we do on stage is 100% true and everything that comes out of our mouth is 100% true, I will get you linked up for free to betterhelp.com, okay? I know people now. <laughs> they used to sponsor this podcast, all right? But then your boy got better and it was like, I don't need you. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying, 
If you go to a Hassan Minaj, no relation to Nicki Minaj, it, to, if you go to see him live and you're like, all of this better be real and true, you should, for one, give your tickets to someone else that actually is going to enjoy some funny. And two, reevaluate what you're doing with your free time instead of using that free time to see a therapist, okay? I'm just going to suggest that. That's all I'm going to suggest. Let's keep scrolling Instagram. What else we got? Oh, one of my favorite sites, Complex. I love this, dude. I love this page. Follow at Complex, C-O-M-P-L-E-X. Follow at Complex on Instagram. Uh, oh, it's L O Cool J. Where's you been? What are you doing? On, what are you doing, L O Cool J? Whose version was the best? Best of what? What is this? Let's give me some sound, too. I just want some sound. I just want some sound. I just want some sound. Give me some sound, bad boy. This video has no sound. What do you mean this video has no sound? It got taken down? This video has no sound. It got taken down? What is this, though? Why is everyone... They're like rapping in front of a uh, children's book. That's weird. Hold on a second. Hold on. Why is there no sound? I didn't know Instagram does the same thing that TikTok does and takes away sounds. That's weird. That's weird. Is this no sound too? Oh, here we go. That was weird. What are we doing here? What are we doing here, Glorilla? <laughs> hey. Hey, Glorilla. What are you doing right now? Okay, next. Are they reading a nursery book? Okay, Kalis. Where's that little Cool J? I'm only doing this for the kids. Here we go. Yes, sir. Here we so go. What's about? LL, baby. Real LL is about to read a nursery. Plus, we got this like. Nursery book. Weird. Cali instrumental. That's bugged out. LL Cool J. Llama llama red pajama read a story with his mama. Mama kisses baby hair. Mama llama goes downstairs. Hold up, 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 hold up. I need this nursery. I need this. I need this. What is it? I'm just gonna type in llama llama. That's what he keeps saying. That's what he keeps saying. Llama llama red pajama. Here we go. Let's do it along. Let's do it with him. Oh, wait, no. Ludacris did one, too? This one's by Ludacris. Wait, is this nursery rhyme written by Ludacris? I am so out of the loop on what's happening, but I'm here for it. Let's go. Dude, I'm here for it. I am here for that. What is this, though? I need to find the actual version. What is... Llama Llama. Llama Llama has trouble sleeping, and his worries escalate until he cries out loud for his mama. Written in rhyme with engaging illustrations, the story captures and alleviates children's fear of separating from their mothers and going to sleep. I'm going to try and not get mad at that. That's, that's on you, parents. 
so I guess yeah, if this if this helps. Um, hold on, I want the lyrics because I wanna I wanna I wanna like llama llama along with the llama llamas. Here we go. Written and illustrated by Anna Dudney. Anna, shout out Anna Dudney. Yeah, llama 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 llama. Red pajama is alone without his mama. Baby llama wants a drink, but mama's at the kitchen sink. Oh no! <laughs> I can see how I can see why. All right, let's run that back then. Hold on, I need the lyrics next to it. Let me just do this real quick. Hold on, we're gonna start over because I want to go along. I want to go. 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 Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. I want to go. Hold on. Let me get a fat fucking beat. Let me get an instrumental. I want to go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. I'm so excited to do it. Uh, let's just search in real quick. Rap instrumental into YouTube. Rap instrumental 2023. Sure. It's probably going to be Travis Scott. All right. Here we go. Free on game. Hard trap beat 2023. Free trap rap instrumental beat 2023. Dark beat. Hey, I'm here for it. Run that in. I'm a rapper now. I gave up comedy just now. How dare you? Where's my ad blocker? What? That's strange. Did I not renew my ad blocker? Well, that sucks because now I have ads. All right, let's run. No thanks, YouTube. All right, let's run this in. I'm going to llama llama the shit out of this song. And you guys are going to, you guys, you guys are here for it. This is the first time ever I've ever rapped um, for the public. And I'm going to try and it's not long. So I should have a pretty easy go at this. All right, Llama Llama. I'm going to hit this. I'm going to do it better than LL Cool J. You guys ready? I'm going to get some volume. Let me get that in my headphones. Turn my headphones up. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Written and illustrated by Anna Duty. Yeah. I think yeah is in her name because it says yeah, written and illustrated, Anna Duty. Yeah. All right. Llama Llama, here we go. Just wait. Just wait. I'm nervous as shit right now. Yo. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. Llama. 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 Red pajama is alone without his mama. Baby. Llama wants a drink, but mama is at the sink. Oh no. Llama Llama. Red pajama. Yeah. Calls down to his llama llama mama Baby llama hums a tune Mama says that she'll be up soon Yeah, yeah I'm so off beat, I don't even care I'm having fun, let's run it, run it Two more verses, yo Llama llama red pajama Waiting, waiting for his mama Yeah, he's waiting, mama isn't coming Yeah, no, 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 no That's when, that's when baby llama Yeah, uh, oh, fuck I lost it Fuck I lost it I feel like I was doing good that one too Baby, you say nothing, yeah. Llama, 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 red pajama. Llama, llama, red pajama. Whimper softly for his mama. Baby llama starts to moan out. Mama, 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 llama, mama, red pajama. Mama, llama, 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 red pajama. Llama, 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 red pajama. Llama, llama, yeah, yeah. Llama, llama, red pajama. And that's the nursery rhyme. Yeah, I fucked that first, I fucked that second one up though because a stupid ad came in. I need to renew this ad blocker before I do anything else, huh? All right, I'm just going to do it that one time. I'm not going to run that back. That was actually kind of hard. Um, good thing I'm not a rapper, huh? Good thing I'm not. I felt like I kind of had something going, though. But then I think I got too nervous. And I'm like, oh, no, this is I'm really doing this right now. <laughs> llama, llama, red pajama, dude. I'm going to have to remember that one. 
I'm going to have to memorize these lyrics. Or, I I mean, I write a... Camila Cabello. Oh, wait, no, she does. She's singing this. No, it's written by Camila, Camila Cabello. Isn't this right? Let us know. Sent by Jess. Submitted by Isabella. Did you see an error? Send us your revision. Okay, it might not be who I thought. But it says written and illustrated by Anna Duty, but then it says Llama Llama Red Pajama Camila Cabello. So I'm kind of confused of what's going on over here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Llama 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 Red Pajama is alone without his mama. Baby Llama wants a drink, but Mama's at the kitchen sink. Oh no! That's what I really wanted to do. But that beat. That maybe I try a different beat. Maybe we run it back with a different beat. Let's see with this one. All right, this is gonna be it. This is gonna be it right here. You hit me with an ad, I'm gonna be so mad. Yep. Good thing I muted that shit. Now we're gonna one more time. Ready? We're just gonna try it one more time. Uh, where'd it go? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. That's a llama? A llama? What's a llama doing in my pajama? Llama llama? In my red pajama? Not my red pajama. Where's my mama? I just made that one up. All right, here we go. Ready? Llama, 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 red pajama Is alone without his mama Baby llama wants a drink But mama's at the kitchen sink Oh no, llama, llama, red pajama Calls down to his llama, llama, mama Baby llama hums a tune Mama says I'll be up soon Llama, llama, red pajama Waiting, waiting for his mama Yeah, he's waiting, mama isn't coming yet No, 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 no That's when, that's when baby llama Yeah, he starts to fret Baby, you say nothing, yeah Llama, 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 red pajama Llama, llama Llama red pajama whispers softly for his mama. Baby llama starts to moan out. Mama, 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 llama, mama, red pajama, mama, llama, 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 red pajama, llama, 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 red pajama, llama, llama, yeah, yeah, llama, llama. Hey, hey, <laughs> you know what? Being a rapper's fun, dude. <laughs> That's way funner than being a comedian. Holy shit! I fucking nailed it that time. Oh, it's getting hot in here now. You guys see me sweating? Probably. You probably see me sweating. I, th- I feel like I feel like I deserve one of those. Hell yeah. Whew. Well, your boy's winded, and uh, we're at an hour. So thank you guys for hanging out and having fun today. I uh, hope you had fun. I had fun. That was a lot of fun, what I just did. I think I might start rapping more. A lot of people are going to hate that because it was really bad, but I feel like it's just, you know, it's a muscle you got to work out, bro. It's just a muscle you got to work out. You want to be a rapper? You got to work out the rap muscle, dude. And if that means rapping Llama Llama Red Pajama on your podcast every now and then, so be it. So be it. Watch that go viral and then me be really upset. All right. So um, show dates. Let's look at the calendar. Let's look at the calendar. Today. Oh, tomorrow. Expendables concert with Mo. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It's a reggaeton, man. Um, next week. I, on the 29th, well, whenever you guys see this, the 29th of September, I'm doing one pop-in in Las Vegas at the Blue Mule, and then I got, I mean, I, I got time, I'm going to head down to Skankfest, straight up, and your boy might get a guesty. If not, then I'm going to try when I come back, because uh, the next day in San Diego is uh, September 30th, I'm headlining at the main tap with Tommy Lucero headlining, funny, funny dude. That's going to be a banger of a show. That might be the day that I try to get in that podcast with my cousin too. And if I don't, sharp elbows to the face. 
the first of October, I'm going to have to go back to Vegas because I got another show at the square bar. So I'm going to go to Vegas on the 29th, San Diego on the 30th, back to Vegas, October 1st. And then your boy's home for a couple weeks. Me and Mo hit Turlock before we hit Bakersfield back to back nights. And then I got to come home and reset because I have one of the biggest shows of my life at the lounge of the end of the universe in Boise. If you're in Boise and you're hearing this, if it's reaching Boise airwaves, come see me. Please come see me. I've never been to Boise. Um, and I really want to come back. And if it's not a good show, they're not going to let me. So let's not let that happen, guys. Um, like, subscribe, follow to everything the Life of Lou podcast. Follow at Lewis C. Comedy. Um, content is happening a lot frequently. I'm clipping out my special now. And it's taken me a long time because I only thought I had like maybe four good clips out of that special. And it turns out every five minutes, I'm making a 30 to a 60 second clip because it's working. So content's coming. Follow at Lewis C. Comedy on Instagram and YouTube. YouTube. Go to YouTube and, and check out that eleven over 11K um, viewed video. Go check that one out. Watch it even though you watched it with me earlier. Go watch it again. Get it up to 11,000 and, uh, you know, 51 or whatever it's going to be. Haven't checked the insights. Don't really care. Big number. Happy with it. Don't care about the rest. And that's just how I'm going to live my life. Um, I like what I like. I am what I am. Green eggs and ham. Llama llama red pajama. See you guys on the next show.